Thank you and welcome to the Jazz Focus. You're listening to WETF, the Jazz Station in South Bend, Indiana. My name is John Clark and I want to thank you for joining us today. If you're new, I hope you enjoy the program and uh, welcome back if you are a regular listener to the Jazz Focus. We usually focus on a particularly small uh, portion of jazz recorded history and try to bring out some uh, things that uh, maybe have been overlooked over the years. And today we're going to be listening to the music of a band uh, that's kind of mysterious in a lot of ways. Uh, don't know a lot of the the, the particulars about this group, but uh, we've learned some over the years and some research has been done. This is a band that was called the Washboard Rhythm Kings, and it recorded very frequently between 1930 and 1934 or so uh, for several different labels. We're going to be listening to uh, the results of three different sessions that were done during the summer and the fall of 1932 from July through October, and they were done for uh, Victor, the Victor Recording Company. We heard, uh, we started out with two tunes, The Depression Stop from July 6th of 1932, a tune apropos at the time, and followed it up with My Silent Love, and uh, that was a fairly, uh, I won't say a standard tune, but it was a, a tune that was uh, that had some currency at the time by Dana Suisse. Um, Depression Stomp was composed by a couple of the members of the band, uh, most notably the singer, Steve Washington, and he's uh, a prominent member of this group, and we'll be hearing quite a lot from Steve Washington, not only on banjo, but on vocals, and uh, he was uh, clearly one of the driving forces at this time. There were several... Uh, fairly well-known or subsequently well-known musicians who played with this group and recorded with it, um, but most of the musicians were local to the Philadelphia area, and uh, they were engaged by Victor, RCA Victor, to make recordings in their Camden, New Jersey studio. And if you look at a map, Camden, New Jersey is right across the Delaware River from Philadelphia, closer by a considerable amount to Philadelphia than it is to New York City. And there are lots of jazz sessions done at the Camden Studios in the 1920s and into the 1930s uh, by New York musicians who would just, I guess, take whatever the equivalent was of I-95 down uh, the coast and go to Camden and record there. But it was obviously a, a more uh, economically feasible uh, way to get music out to bring musicians in from Philadelphia. And there were several fine 
nine African-American bands active in Philadelphia at the time. Uh, the one that seems to have provided a number of the musicians for these sessions was led by a man named George Doc Heider, and uh, he had a career all through the 1920s and into the 30s, uh, leading show bands and theater bands in Philadelphia. And um, apparently the horn players of uh, the Washboard Rhythm Kings were taken um, very often from his group. The rhythm section uh, was really what this band was all about. Uh, again, this is a kind of a... a strange history to this band. Not exactly sure who's in the band at any one time. Personnel logs were not kept, although people have done some research on it. There was another group called the Washboard Serenaders, which I think was a different band. Uh, they were better known. They went on tour to England. They made several films, but they had a similar sound to the basic uh, members of the Washboard Rhythm Kings, which, uh, um, without the horns, was simply a, what we would call a skiffle band later on. Sometimes it had some homemade instruments, although uh, the group we're hearing now was a little bit more um, professionalized, I think, than that. Generally, it was a, a washboard or some percussion uh, battery like that, a bass, a banjo, and sometimes a guitar, sometimes a piano. And then to that group would be added horns for these recordings. So the rhythm section that we're going to be hearing uh, for many of the recordings we're listening to today are Eddie Miles on piano. He was a Philadelphia musician, very fine stride piano player. He uh, sings a bit as well. Uh, in fact, he sang on that second tune, My Silent Love. Steve Washington on banjo and vocals mentioned that he sang on uh, Depression Stomp. Ghost Howell, who apparently was a white musician who was uh, playing with uh, African-American groups, or possibly he was an African-American who was passing as white at the time, but he was uh, remembered as uh, a very light-skinned, possibly white musician by some of his bandmates. He sings uh, occasional tunes. We're going to hear one coming up, and he plays string bass. And uh, a fellow named H. Smith played washboard. There were several different washboard players over the years, but this H. Smith was the, uh, the player for the sessions we're going to be listening to. So on horns in this band, again, probably from the Hyder band, we have three. We have Carl Wade on tenor saxophone. He is on many of these uh, recordings, and, and the Washboard Rhythm Kings recordings fill up four CDs uh, that were put out by Collector's Classics. Uh, so they're Quite a quite a uh, uh, a widely recorded band. Carl Wade did quite a few of those, and then apparently he retired after they stopped making records. Of course, that was in the Depression. Ben Smith is on clarinet and alto sax. He uh, later came to New York. He played with Hot Lips Pages Band, and he was active in the rhythm and blues uh, market in the late '40s and into early '50s. He takes. Uh, I think all of the alto solos and uh, the clarinet obligatos that we're going to be hearing on this record these recordings. Then the most uh, well-known musician of the group. On trumpet we have Taft Jordan, who was definitely playing with Doc Hyder at the time. He later in 1933, late 1933 and 34, went uh, to the Chick Webb Band, and where he found his first measure of national success on records, singing and playing his unique Louis Armstrong styled trumpet and vocals with Chick Webb. He played uh, briefly with Teddy, uh, uh, or rather Willie Bryant's band uh, in 1935, went back with Chick Webb and stayed with him until well after Chick died in 1939. He was still touring uh, with the band when Ella Fitzgerald led it. And then later on, he went and spent several years with Duke Ellington's band and then uh, became a pretty well-known swing trumpet player in the 50s and 60s, even making a tour with Benny Goodman. 
So that was the band that we heard on Depression Stop and My Silent Love. And we're going to uh, go on and hear a few more tunes uh, from this July 6th, 1932 session. Uh, uh, Ghost Howell will be singing, such as it is, the tune that we're going to hear next, which is Tiger Rag. And this was one of the best-known tunes from this group, one of the most successful recordings, we're told. After that, we're going to hear a Sammy Fain tune that never really took off, but a very compelling minor keyed uh, song called Hummin' to Myself. Uh, And we'll be hearing uh, Steve Washington doing a wonderful vocal on that. Following Hummin' to Myself, we're going to go to Just Another Dream of You, a Davis Burke uh, pop tune with a vocal by Eddie Miles and some very good piano playing. And then uh, we're going to jump over to the October 18th, 1932 session, which features, as far as we know, the same band. And uh, we're going to hear, first of all, the Ashman Crawl, which is sometimes known as the Spider Crawl. Uh, the uh, Rhythm Makers recorded that. I've done a podcast on uh, that uh, group, if you care to listen to that. Check us out on the Jazz Focus on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Music, what have you. Um, We will also hear a tune, uh, or the tune Spider Crawl, a little bit later. So almost the same tune as Ashman Crawl. Then following that, we're going to end up that session with a kind of a nifty little arrangement of If You Were Only Mine, a pop tune by Newman and Jones, with a vocal by Steve Washington. And uh, at a couple of points, the most of the band drops out, and it turns into kind of like a Mills Brothers performance with a uh, bass singer and uh, a couple of... Uh, other singers sort of humming along in the background while Steve Washington sings the lyrics and a little banjo besides. So those are our tunes for this set. Tiger Rag, Humming to Myself, Just Another Dream of You, Ashman Crawl, and If You Were Only Mine.
falling off that wall. Oh, see that ash man falling off that wall. He's crawling up there, get his ashes home. Let me be your little dog till your big dog comes. Let me be your little dog till your big dog comes. Now when your big dog comes, tell him what your little dog's done. Baby, if you were lonely, 
the washboard rhythm kings and uh, uh, a variety of different types of tunes and some very fine soloing uh, by Eddie Miles on piano not a well-known musician I'm not sure he did too much other than these recordings um, Taft Jordan of course on trumpet he was uh, known as a very uh, flashy dramatic trumpet player during his big band days a little bit later uh, here he's playing a little bit more constrained uh, and showing off a, a, a very effective technique he was clearly a very uh, well-trained musician. And uh, also, not to be overlooked, are the reed players. Uh, tenor saxophone player Carl Wade sounded very good in his solo outings, but uh, possibly Ben Smith takes the honors on alto sax, and we heard a little bit of clarinet obligato as well. Uh, Smith had been born in Memphis, Tennessee in 1905, apparently, if we, if we have <laughs> located the same individual, and he ended up in Philadelphia in the mid-1920s after having toured with a number of uh, territory and um, sort of second-tier African-American bands of the 1920s. Uh, He uh, parlayed his success uh, in Philadelphia and presumably on these recordings, too, into a career in New York starting in about 1934. He uh, played and recorded with Benny Carter and with Jabbo Smith and, uh, as I said, Hot Lips Page and uh, also... um, Claude Hopkins and Lucky Millinder. He played with a lot of very, very good, uh, well-known African-American bands into the 1940s and even into the 1950s, and he recorded with several rhythm and blues stars at that point and into early rock and roll. So we started out with Tiger Rag, featuring a vocal by Ghost Howell, as I said, and uh, this was a a very bright performance uh, featuring uh, the horn player certainly but the rhythm section and the very uh, compelling rhythm uh, done by the slap bass of Ghost Howell uh, who also worked with Errol Garner about 10 or 15 years later by the way he had an interesting career I think he stayed mainly around Philadelphia and uh, the banjo and a little bit later the guitar of Steve Washington Eddie Miles piano and the washboard as I said of H. Smith very compelling powerful rhythm section 
From there, we went to that tune I mentioned, Hummin' to Myself, with a really excellent vocal by Steve Washington. He was a fine jazz singer. Other than these recordings, he made one date uh, in about 1933 uh, for, I think it was Vocalion, and he uh, put together a band, or was put in front of a band, of white players. It included Benny Goodman, uh, Fulton McGrath, Sterling Bowes, and Dick McDonough, and I think I played a couple of those tunes on my Benny Goodman uh, show a while back, Benny Goodman the Sideman, and a uh, very good singer. He later went with... Um, uh, the Sunset Royal Orchestra, and uh, supposedly crafted their arrangement of Marie that was taken, stolen, bought, whatever, by Tommy Dorsey, and uh, formed the basis of his big hit recording of 1937, which was, in fact, a year after Steve Washington passed away of pneumonia in Boston, we're told. After that, we went to Just Another Dream of You, featuring a vocal by Eddie Miles. Then that Ashman Crawl um, that we heard from October 18th of 1932. And uh, that featured Bell Benson, Bella Benson on vocals. Also had a, uh, a nice trumpet solo by uh, Taft Jordan in which he quoted the Louis Armstrong solo on Savoy Blues. And we're going to hear that quote come back again, uh, kind of mysteriously, a little bit later. After that, we ended up with that uh, arrangement of If You Were Only Mine that I mentioned, where uh, it turned into kind of a Mills Brothers type of thing with the uh, vocal quartet uh, going along with the banjo and uh, all under Steve Washington's lead vocal. So we're going to hear a couple more tunes uh, from that particular uh, recording session. We're going to hear a... Uh, a kind of a legendary tune in African-American music called The Boy and the Boat. And this had the reputation of being quite a dirty song or, or the vehicle for a lot of dirty, salacious lyrics. And um, this is the only recording of this tune that I know. It later was, uh, well, not later than this, but earlier than this, was transformed into a more pop tune that jazz aficionados know called Squeeze Me by Fats Waller. And uh, we can hear a lot of uh, similar melodic structure and even chordal structure on this tune to squeeze me, but this is more the original form of the tune. And again, I don't know of any other versions of this. Uh, the lyrics have been sanitized enough to be released, although the verse that talks about the women of Philadelphia gets a little bit on the uh, line, as you will hear if you listen carefully to the lyrics. Uh, but that uh, features a, a vocal by Ghost Howell and another very compelling rhythm performance. Then we're going to finish off uh, the Taft-Jordan portion of the program with uh, a tune called Somebody Stole Gabriel's Horn, and uh, that will be uh, featuring a vocal by Bella Benson again and the rest of the band chanting in the background. That was a tune that was recorded uh, quite frequently at this point, 1932-33. Think of a, the Bing Crosby and Dorsey Brothers uh, recording of that as well, about the same time. So then we're going to go to another session by this band that was done a couple of weeks earlier, October 5th of 1932. And uh, this was a tune, or this was a, uh, a session that featured a couple of different musicians. We have Benjamin Smith and uh, Carl Wade in the front line again, Eddie Miles, Steve Washington on banjo and singing, Ghost Howell again, H. Smith on washboard. But we have uh, possibly a second alto sax player, Jerome Carrington, who had been born and brought up in Baltimore. He was a contemporary and, I guess, a high school classmate of Cab Calloway's. And uh, Carrington was known as both a piano player and a saxophone player. He ended up in Chicago for a while playing with uh, Doc Cook and Erskine Tate's band. Uh, but here, if he's playing on this session, he's playing saxophone. We have playing trumpet, 
We're not entirely sure, but we believe that it is the woman trumpet player, Valida Snow. She was a very uh, popular stage act in the 1920s and 30s. She was called Little Louie. In fact, supposedly she was dubbed that by Louis Armstrong, uh, who was very impressed with her playing and her stage show. And she indeed had an excellent uh, uh, stage presence that comes across in her recordings, and she was a very fine trumpet player in the Louis Armstrong style. She went over to Europe in the mid-30s. She had actually been there in the 20s um, with uh, Josephine Baker, uh, and she made a lot of recordings from the mid-30s on up until World War II. And she uh, lost her last chance to get out of Europe before the war started, and she ended up being uh, put into a uh, prison camp, a Nazi prison camp, and she suffered untold horrors, and she never quite recovered from that. She did make it out of there, and she came back to America in the middle 1940s and recovered physically enough to go back on tour, and she died in 1956. But she did leave quite a few recordings, and this very well may be her on trumpet. She does not sing on this, but her sister, we think it's her sister, this is another kind of murky discographical point, a woman named Lavada Carter, who is also known as Lavada Snow, will be singing on one of these tunes, and Bella Benson will be singing as well. So can't tell the players without a program on this one. So after we do those two uh, tunes that I just mentioned, we're going to go on to The Sentimental Gentleman from Georgia by Mitchell Parrish, a great, uh, great up-tempo number from this period, and we're going to hear a Steve Washington vocal on that, and then we're going to hear I Would Do Anything For You with a vocal by Lavada Carter uh, slash Lavada Snow, and uh, we'll be hearing some good piano playing by Eddie Miles on that one. We heard another tune from this session on a... Uh, uh, program that I did a while back of the Duke Ellington cover bands, arrangements of and performances of Duke Ellington tunes by bands that were not Duke Ellington's. We heard this band do It Don't Mean a Thing, so you can go back and take a listen to that to fill in the gap here. So those are the four tunes we're going to hear right now. We're going to hear uh, The Boy and the Boat. Then we're going to hear uh, Somebody Stole Gabriel's Horn, The Sentimental Gentleman from Georgia, and I Would Do Anything for You. Thank you. 
some surpassingly hot jazz from 1932. We listened to the Washboard Rhythm Kings featuring, we think, Velida Snow on trumpet. Very well could have been her. It's kind of unusual that she wouldn't have sung on that, but uh, apparently her sister did, Levada Carter, Levada Snow, whichever you'd like to call her. Uh, we started with the Sentimental Gentleman from Georgia, which was a uh, Mitchell Parrish and uh, Francis Perkins tune, as I mentioned. Uh, featured vocal by Steve Washington, although it was actually a duo vocal in there, uh, probably uh, Washington and Ghost Howell, or possibly Eddie Miles as well. Then we finished up uh, with I Would Do Anything For You uh, with Levada Snow, Levada Carter, singing on that one. We heard some great piano by Eddie Miles, some fine alto by uh, Ben Smith as well. We started out that session with uh, the uh, last couple of tunes from the uh, October 18th recording session. I should mention these... Uh, the October 18th and the July 6th session that featured Taft Jordan were both done for Victor, and the Velida Snow session was done for Vocalion, but they were all done at Cam in Camden, New Jersey, which had a uh, state-of-the-art, I guess, recording uh, studio. I know there was a, a big church that was used. Many of the Fats Waller organ performances were done there. So we started out that set with The Boy in the Boat, that ghost howl vocal, very interesting tune, and then uh, finished that up, uh, or that set up rather, with um, Someone Stole Gabriel's Horn with Bella Benson on vocal. So now we have two more left, and hope you've enjoyed this show. This is some, some very hot music from The Depression, and uh, a band of musicians who were not terribly well-known. A couple became better known, certainly, but not, uh, not the A-listers that we usually think of from this period. Uh, we're going to do two more tunes from that uh, October 5th session with Velida Snow. We're going to hear Spider Crawl as 
mentioned before. The composer credit for this is Jack Bland and Eddie Condon, and they combined to put that performance together for the Rhythm Makers, as I mentioned earlier, but it's the same tune as uh, Ashman Crawl that we heard earlier. And interestingly, the trumpet player, Vlada Snow, I guess, on this, also quotes that Louis Armstrong solo on Savoy Blues, which Taft Jordan did on the first. It's pretty clearly two different trumpet players, but um, maybe there was something written out or some type of arrangement that they were using in Doc Heider's band, and they decided to keep that in. I don't really know, but uh, this is another good blues performance, uh, this one also featuring Bella Benson. Then we're going to finish up with a Steve Washington vocal on a tune that was much better known in its version by Cab Calloway, the Scat Song by Mitchell Parrish, Francis Perkins, and Cab Calloway, which will also give us a last uh, uh, look at Carl Wade, the tenor saxophone player. He'll take a nice solo on that. So I hope you've enjoyed this Washboard Rhythm Kings salute here on the Jazz Focus. You're listening to WETF, South Bend, Indiana, the Jazz Station. My name is John Clark, and I hope you choose to tune in again next week, or in the week after, and the week after that. Uh, we have some interesting jazz coming up, and I uh, hope you're interested enough in some of these uh, cobwebby corners of jazz history to keep dipping in. So thank you very much, and uh, as I said, we'll finish up with these last two tunes, The Spider Crawl and The Scat Song.
on you, sweetie. I'll tell you that's all gonna be okay. Just skeet it and scatter the hidey high, scatter it all off the When you feel like a shaman, I'll advertise it just this way. Just skeet it and scatter it, hidey high, skittle it all up there. Say, don't you give a hang about which words you use at the time. Sing that silly language without reason or rhyme. When you face the loving preacher, there's only one thing to say. I'll skeet and scatter it, hidey high, skeet it all day.